All right, time for another edition of Singles Only Podcast. On tonight's episode, it's just me and Jeannie talking. I know you guys liked the last time where she got some dirt on me. Uh, so Jeannie Dugan and I will be talking on this episode. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our podcast. We're on iTunes, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, and we're now on Google Play. You have no excuse. Subscribe and review today. All right, you've heard me talk about him before, and uh, if you are new to the podcast, you must know about my friend Scott Shapiro. Uh, if you have been injured on the job and need compensation, you may be entitled to payment for not only your medical treatment, but pay while you're off work and other compensation as well. My dear friend, attorney Scott Shapiro has been helping injured workers for 20 years here in Chicago. Contact him at 312 648 8800 or email him at scott at scottshapirolegal.com. His law office is a full service law firm, and in addition to workers' compensation cases and work injuries, the law office can handle any and all of your legal needs, including entertainment law. All consultations are initially free of charge, so do not take a chance and wait. Call him. 312-648-8800 or check out his website at scottshapirolegal.com let him know we sent you well it's time for singles only and uh tonight's episode is going to be a little different uh different Jeannie Dugan joins yeah, me. Yeah, we're, we're speaking with the uh, king of all singles, just Paul. It's just Paul. Paul's just my guest talking. today. Yeah, just Jeannie's going to talk about me. We had uh, an interview recently on an episode of Singles Only that got a lot of hubbub. A lot of people were trying to figure out if what I said was true on this podcast or if it was just like a memoir where I yeah. create my own mm -hmm. version of reality. And uh, Jeannie met one of our, our guests that I used to... Date, date and, and she was lovely accurate. She, she was said lovely. I was great. I, I paid I her think, off I don't, before the I don't interview. even think I don't remember her saying you were great. She said I was the most amazing person. I think she, she kind of went met. like she went she like meh, like a meh. <laughs> well, that's accurate. She was super lovely. She sometimes well, I, I'm just going to say it. Sometimes I will see uh, women that Paul is talking to or interested in. They kind of look alike. They look similar. <laughs> There's a very blonde-esque, uh, like surgically blondes. enhanced sort of thing. Sometimes, yeah. Uh, most time. Okay. So sometimes I'm surprised when uh, I get introduced to somebody who gonna, is... No. I thought you were going to say, sometimes I'm surprised by how attractive <laughs> they are compared I'm to you. I'm always surprised. <laughs> that makes sense. Paul gets I women out of his league. Way out of my league. All the time. Like, well, again... Being a lawyer helps. Persian George Clooney. You have a nice car. Yeah. I have a nice car with okay. leather seats. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we need to rehash all the, the best advice we got for people looking to date. Yeah, I date. think that, uh, well, first I do want to say yeah. on the 100 episode where you interviewed me, yeah. uh, I was seeing somebody at the time, <sighs> even though we recorded it like right. way before and I, I wanted to save it for the 100th episode and we were like on the same page, we were just talking or whatever she listened to the episode yeah. and right away she's like, don't talk to me ever again. <laughs> and I was because like, we recorded that six months ago. And she we, was just like, no, you, I think you always have this idea that women are just super cool with what you're doing. And then I'll say what like, I'm doing, well, what am I doing? Okay. I remember having a conversation one time. You talk about your free form, free form, which is essentially, it is still, you won't admit it. It's having friends with benefit. 
And it's not. It, uh, okay, we were on, talking were and you were seeing somebody and she was I also somebody had she was a lovely person. And I remember you were also like still getting texts from other women or seeing and I said, Does she know that you're talking to other women? You're like, Oh yeah, she does. And I was like, No, no, no. Does she absolutely know that you're still sleeping with other women? I wasn't sleeping with other this isn't, women. But this isn't the same woman you're talking about now. I no, don't this know is which one we're about exactly. Now. Okay. We'll keep it for this <laughs> to protect the innocent. This was years ago. This right. was years ago. And when push came to shove, a lot of women that I think you had dated were not really aware of how open it was. Open. Yeah, I think you're right. I think there's a there's a line between uh disclosure and being like hey we're not in a whenever you start I'm using law terms just know that you're being a total scumbag all right well no i you don't want to you don't want to shove it in someone's face too like there's a line where it's, it's like it's a, being honest it's, it is being honest but you're not like you're in a situation where it's like okay anyone that's on those online apps for example knows that you're talking to like four or five different people but like throwing it in someone's face is a different thing where you're like hey um we're gonna go out but i have another fucking date in like an hour like that's just like okay you're on the clock and that's different um and i know i've been on those situations yeah. where girls are like they have another date or they have other plans i'm mm-hmm. like i get it i don't want to you know it's like don't ask don't tell but that's <laughs> that's the difference now but you're like using when you're, the army's motto Former, no, this was former model. Was it? Oh, it I is. think it's changed. Since. Okay, good. It should have. Thanks, but, Obama. <laughs> right. I know you're drinking a, a Obama. I am drinking out of a, a Paul mug. has these props to like hook women into. Um. So uh, actually, so my Obama. Mug I don't is know. A, Who's not going to love an Obama? I have an mug? Obama poster in my room. <laughs> oh, so the Trump supporters would love that. Oh, is that right below the mirror on the ceiling? Cut it out. <laughs> I wish I had a mirror on. My, okay, go ahead. So, so we were. I I just don't think that women that you're maybe not just meeting for the first time, but women that you're meeting and you're talking to over the span of several months and you call it free form. I don't think that they understand exactly what. So, and, and I'm not saying that they it's different don't... every time. I, I will say this, that I am, when I am hanging out with one person, I am pretty much monogamous. I'm not pretty, like, do you get that pretty much? Well, I mean, I'm, ta- if I'm talking to somebody via text or something or like something innocent happens yeah. where it's no, like, there's no nudity or anything like that (laughs) i think that's fine unless you're in a committed relationship this is 1997 genie and talk about so we had uh yeah so we just interviewed uh recently Recently, yeah um one of paul's ex-girlfriends again girl i dated right right right, a girl i dated see look at the semantics she said that we weren't boy we were never exclusive those were her words i know the, the semantics of it but anyways she brought up Paul's tramp stamp, which he does talk Off, about on stage. We didn't stage. talk about it on the, it didn't come right. up in the podcast. Not in the and podcast. She brought it up. She's like, I can't believe we didn't even get to the, she the said tramp four, stamp. four things that she listed. Yeah. And the only thing that lit Jeannie's face up <laughs> was that I had a tramp stamp. Well, and you I talk, talk about, about it on stage. stage. I thought it was a joke because what <laughs> 40 something year old man has a tramp stamp? And sure enough, you have one. Well, theoretically, I said yeah. I'm surprised stage, they're not ice skates. I say they're two tattoos of tiger paws. Oh, you do on my that. lower back. Yeah, they're not tiger paws. They're shoe prints. They're like so they're, they're like slight... wingtip like <laughs> shoes too. The logo for my so I I the logo of my music company. Some people know is Shoe Shine Boy Productions, 
And what I thought I was going to do, I thought it was going to be this music mogul in the 2000s. <laughs> oh I thought it was going to be like CeeLo. the David okay. Persian David Geffen in Chicago. And I was going to manage and produce all this music in bands. Like and, the, and you needed a tramp stamp no, to I'm do that. No, getting to that part. So every time one of my bands would get signed to a label, I would get a shoe print. And oh I would, I would, uh, <laughs> I would like have them going up my back as a shoe. So like I'd you're a, getting walked all over. Well, theory, yeah, that's the, um, this subtle is theory. almost as gross as when people have a baby <laughs> and they put like that little footprint on the, like their yeah, calf or something. That. And I'm like, yeah, you're going to have your kids walk all over your entire life. Yeah. I have, These shoes I have two that shoes Paul has on his back. They they're not like, little shoes. They're like. You know, they're like an index finger lengthwise. Yeah, How big were you going to get? <laughs> and the funny thing about it is, is they're on a, they're on my kidney on the right side. Oh, so like if I bend and stuff, it looks like a bowling pin or it looks like, and I, and for a time I only had one shoe. So it was even worse. Like people are like, why do you got a light bulb on your back? <laughs> and I'm like, no, I just gained some weight. Like, like that's an it's amputee. It's like a love handle. Yeah. What? So, so these are for two <laughs> bands you signed? Well, I, they signed to me. I didn't oh. ever get signed to a label i did get i actually i one band got signed to a a label but now my band Mm -hmm. uh recently got signed to a vintage label fervor records yeah Um, it was good no relation to farvar but uh um yeah 20 years after the fact do you think you should get another footprint for that no i feel like now no i think two is enough this is like the jesus sand in the footprints thing and jesus (laughs) like fuck nah i had nothing to do with that like he has they're they, and they're all they're, they're footprints of like wingtip shoes. They're not they're even like, like Doc Martens. They it was don't. Like they're not. Doc Martens are round and ridgy. These look like they're literally sh- like, like the shoes, shoes yeah. Paul wears to trial. Um, <laughs> it's like, like uh, well, the guy who created the logo for Shushan Boy Products mm-hmm. Productions, uh, Jason Caldier. He's amazing. He he came up with the concept. I'm like, he did not design that tattoo. <laughs> Uh, no, he didn't. Uh, because I remember at the time he was too busy. I was like, I'll just, I'll just <laughs> go in there. They'll figure it out. And I went to the worst tattoo place and I got one sh- tattoo. Oh, no. So originally I just got one and it was so bad. Like he's, I mean, he's like, what do you want on the, and I, and I was so didn't, ha- wasn't How old ready. How were you when you got these? Old, old to, enough old to not know. get a tattoo. <laughs> of a shoe on old your back. Old enough to not do back. it. I mean, it was twenties, but, um, he said, what do you want on the to be on the sole like i'm like just leave it blank because eventually i'm gonna color it in and put like sbp like shoe boy productions oh my god on all the shoes so the first shoe he did it it was horrible the guy who did it so i'm like fuck now i gotta get a second one to fix it and then they fixed it they fixed it fixed it in, pr- in quotes they, they the did second one went it? back yeah he went and made the new one better it's got a heel on it and everything but yes, I do have oh two God. tattoos of shoe prints on my lower back. But on stage, I say tiger, tiger paws. paws. Yeah. And Jeannie, who's known me for over six years, always thought that was a joke. I thought it was a joke. I and hoped it was not. a joke. <laughs> no, I, I tell oh. the truth on stage, Jeannie. Sure. I, for the most part. I, I have a terrible dolphin tattoo on my ankle that when people I've look at it, it, yeah, they're like, is that a shark? I call it my dolphark. <laughs> the guy that did it had a gun in a holster. And a swastika tattoo. I was like 19. I should have been like, I'm 
He had out a of swastika here. He had tattoo. a swastika tattoo. My brother, who was just out of prison, took me to him. It was <laughs> in a was basement it? in Aurora. Like in Joliet? Oh, it was in Aurora. In Aurora. <laughs> oh, and I remember, and then he had all these like David Koresh, like, uh, I know this anti government stuff. Yeah. And I was oh, like, oh, yeah, it's a good idea. You're giving was, me shit for getting he, shoe prints. You yeah, went, he literally had a gun. You in probably Ulster. have AIDS from that <laughs> fucking <laughs> tattoo. Oh, Paul, I have AIDS from other things. <laughs> Among okay. other things. Right. No, that is fine. So I'm giving you shit, but at least not on my lower back. I had some dignity. I thought in my head, I, at that time, I was like, well, I'm a lawyer. I don't want it to be visual. I don't want it to be anywhere anyone can see on me. And that's the only place I can think of. And the girl I went with was <laughs> a friend a of mine. And she was back. like, yeah, it's a good idea. <laughs> well, she got a lower back tattoo that was yeah, all Yeah, because she was back. a 19-year-old girl. <laughs> that's true. I just yelled at your audience. <sighs> yeah. Well, sometimes you make bad decisions. I guess, um, yeah. Speaking of bad decisions, uh mm. Genie. Yeah. <laughs> no, wow. I, don't, I don't have any. No, but you know when, the bad decision was that podcast that we did about me, and I it got a lot of listens apparently. Yeah. And I, and they um, ruined a relationship. It did, and a lot of people. I, I didn't. I think I was honest. And a lot of people were like, "Yeah, I was accurate," and people were like, "I'll come on mm-hmm. and explain the other side." There are other people that want to come really? and say, other women, "I got Paul's mean? stories." Yeah. Okay. We'll get to those. Well, um, I feel like one. I wanted to just ease into it if people really give a shit i do use that episode to be like hey if people are like so why do you why do you why don't you date or i'm like just listen to this episode Mm -hmm. then you can see if i'm if you still want to talk to me because the other thing i don't really remember that episode as super well because i'm barely listening to you (laughs) no the thing i do always say about you is that you are like if one of my friends was single like oh is paul single again i'd be like hell no like i would never (laughs) you'd be like yes he's single but but don't don't, ever yeah you tried to send me up once early i think once i was like in our friendship yeah and then i was like no (laughs) because i know that you're not at all interested and my friends are sort of like like, I am. I, see, that's where I just I, I I am interested in the person I'm hanging out with. Yeah. I'm not interested in it going it, to, after a certain yes. level. And that was what I was getting at is that you do are you're not some guy that is just looking to get laid. I, that's like, definitely yeah. not. And I no, and that's not. been used you, on against me sometimes. You're like, come over, and I'm like, no. Like yeah. you rather like do comedy <laughs> than come fuck me. I'm like. I like Listen, how you're point, painting yourself as like this noble artist. It's not a noble, but it's like I'm not. I'm not that guy, but I don't know what, I don't know the answer either. Cause it's not like, well, I will say I this for anybody that maybe is dating you or is, has dated, has me. dated. You are a genuine person where I think you, for some reason, which is a very weird thing in comedy, you like to talk to people. You like yeah, to get to know people. I do. And you're genuine at that. That's probably why this podcast is the number one <laughs> podcast in the world right On now. On iTunes, Google Play, and SoundCloud. SoundCloud. And iHeartRadio. And iHeartRadio. There's a whole bunch. I, I get the stats, and I'm like, why is like, how do I... What am I doing? Why is it when Genie's on, I get so many Why more is listens? Genie when people just people all of a sudden hear like a voice and they're like, by my voice. I like, got told recently that I sound like deep dish pizza. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? <laughs> that like she sounds like thing? Melissa McCarthy or deep dish pizza. <laughs> like, okay. I like There's both of those words things. you can't say where you say button. Do you know I just wrote entirely a two-minute bit with button and I'm so... I can't. You still can't say it. I asked my kids if I was saying it weird. Say kitten. Kitten. Why can you say kitten? It's button. the same thing. What am I saying wrong? Button. Why? Button? Why? Button. Yeah. Button. So you're kind of, you're going like, looks in Pygmalion, first of all. <laughs> Pygmalion? Well, what is yeah. that? Pygmalion. You know, the guy, he tried to, the rain in Spain falls mainly on oh, the plane. Right? I thought that was something else. Oh, it might be. I don't know. Maybe I'm mixing it up. <laughs> button. 
button. Now every time I say it, I button. like You button. say it like there's like button, button? like you're hiccuping. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're drunk or you're like, where's my button? So there's now no Paul's going to be like, speaking of when you're drunk, you also, you do that terrible segue all the time. Speaking of, when, when a comedian does, you don't do it on stage, but when a comedian does it on stage, when they're like, speaking of, that's how you know they're a terrible comedian. <laughs> well, I hadn't gone up for a while recently and then I went on stage after four days. I was doing a, uh, my old job as a full-time lawyer sure. and uh and uh i did a joke and then i forgot how to get out of it <laughs> so i was like oh so then i just like made up a part to the end of the story oh yeah i remember i was telling a story about the my Lollapalooza story and i'm like yeah i i, I didn't sleep with her but yeah and i wanted to transition to a new joke but i'm like but i 69 her like just because <laughs> i wanted to gross. do this new joke about 69 speaking of 69 speaking of 69 that's terrible no that's it was like so bad but it was like the worst transition but it, it worked right i mean come on they don't know as uh as uh andy fleming told me recently a comedian friend of ours and uh he was talking about Danny Callis, who's yeah. a legend in the in the community. But he always said when you t- when you go to a comedy show, it's like you think you had a bad show, but he's like they don't know, they don't know, they don't know, they, don't they know. had a good time. Yeah, they had a good time. It's like Danny. That. Yeah, he's probably the only one that has probably a thicker accent than I do. But his is an his is nor- his is a Chicago accent. Yours is just a hiccup. <laughs> no, in the middle of his is North Side Chicago. Yeah, like North. Yours yeah. is. I don't know what mine is. It's not South Side. It's just some wrong. I don't know. I think I, I do think I have a speech impediment that's never been. Diagnosed. It might be. Yeah. Oh my god. I don't notice it with any other word though. I, I like slur my s's in college. They used to make fun of me because I would slur like my s's. Everyone just was like, "Oh my god, she went to college." <laughs> <laughs> Purdue too. I have a Very master's degree. People don't even know that. Yeah, allegedly. Unless I yell it on social media when I'm. <laughs> Where you talk about it every day? Like <laughs> I got a degree. I got a degree. When you're getting Paul kicked out. Paul has on his refrigerator. When you're getting out of Starbucks. A certificate from the uh, center on poverty or whatever. Like you hang it up oh, there. Yeah. Just to make yeah. sure if someone says I'm racist, I'm like, oh yeah, but look <laughs> oh, what yeah? I got. Look what I got. It's I... not for poverty. It's for the uh, civil center... rights stuff. Um, yeah. Center. <laughs> Because I was a civil rights lawyer. So when you invite women over, you hold your Obama <laughs> mug and your. Hey, ladies. Uh, you were a civil I'm rights liberal. lawyer when? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I I work See? in civil rights now. I I'm on the other I mean, side I, of I it. I charge a lot hourly to protect people's civil rights. My billable hours for protecting your civil uh, rights. Right. Allegedly, but we were talking about your drinking, and it's Ooh. funny because. Um, Somebody asked me why I got sober recently when I did it. And yeah. originally I did in, in 2018. I was like, you know what? Jeannie's going to sober. I'm going to, I'm not going to drink. Yeah. It was because of you. But then <laughs> you started drinking again and I, I stayed sober longer than you. And I was like, oh. I didn't even have a problem. But, um, but well, I, you, I like, I like the If you feel term. a need to get sober, you probably do have a problem. You might not be an alcoholic, but you could be a problem drinker. Oh, I definitely, and, what yeah. I always say, uh, when people ask me about drinking, um, because it comes out with dating too, where people are like, uh, "Hey, you you just want to have one drink?" I'm like, "Well, so I don't drink during the week, right?" Um, and like you just, and then they'll they're like, "Oh, it's no big deal," but then you go out with them, and it's like you're not going to get a drink. Right. And sometimes they just order a beer. Yeah. To be like, all right, whatever. Because it's, it's uncomfortable. Like, people yeah, are uncomfortable when you don't drink. When you don't drink. Um, that was the it's one really thing hard. when I was really working on sobriety was that uh, getting used to that sort of like I would go out with my girlfriends and we always used to drink and so then for me to say like no you guys still order wine get a margarita yeah. fine you know but um, the thing is is my life is way better when I don't drink you know and that's true that is just the bottom line with it I I think that um, 
I definitely have always been a problem drinker. I started, I was talking to another comedian today and we talked about, we started drinking at 12 years old Yeah, and it wasn't, it was like blackout drinking at that age. Well, I, that's when I, I got, I, I had ulcers and I had to stop drinking for three months and that's, and I went back in my life and I was telling all my friends, I'm like, since I was 15, there was never a week where yeah. I didn't drink. And, and people are like, you don't, you don't notice that until you, you'd stop until drinking. Until you have to stop, yep. And uh, it was hard, those three months of where I was like, whatever. But then, and then I, after that, I weaned myself off the habit of getting right. black. Like, dr- and that's the thing. Some people can drink and have one drink and they're adults about it. But like, I would be like, why, why would you just have, have one, one drink? Right. What's the point? Yeah. Like, the whole point is to get drunk. And, and so I would get drunk. <sighs> Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Well, yeah. I was a musician. I would get drunk Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, sure. Sunday. Yeah. Or not drunk, at least intoxicated. Where you're drinking, yeah. yeah. My thing is Unless when, I was hungover. when you have a problem with alcohol, the real thing happens is once you have your first drink, you, the, the drinks have the drink after that. You're no longer... The Say, drinks, the you're drinks. blaming it on somebody else. No, no it's I, it's a liter- it's a thing that like alcoholics will say like you you might have that first drink, but then the drinks have the other drinks, and it is yeah. this point where I sometimes I can go out and I would be able to have a glass of wine and it's fine, but there's other days and I don't know what it is where if I have a bottle of wine, that bottle's going to be gone and another bottle and probably a twelve pack and and then I'm like hungover yeah. and I hate myself or I'm doing you know and I used to do that with comedy where I would go on stage and I would drink and it, like the com that my set was not good i wasn't coherent and i yeah. see comedians do that all the time and sometimes it works for them and sometimes it's just uh that's why i stopped drinking yeah. on stage is yeah. after i saw myself because i used to have to drink to go on mm-hmm. stage because of nerves me too yeah and then i saw my the, the first time i had to do three shows back to back when i was opening for somebody yep. i watched the second show and how drunk i was yeah. and how i missed so many opportunities mm-hmm. i'm like oh my god i'm never gonna drink on yeah. stage again and to this day I don't drink at right. all during any shows unless it's like the like the late show sure. and I'll have a drink just because I'm not going to do any material. I'm just yeah. going to talk to the crowd, <laughs> which for me is like, that's a fun show. Yeah. Although that's not that show. Do you, is, like when you do date women or you go on dates with women, if there's a, like you sit, a woman is like throwing back drinks or something, are you like, oh, this is not going to end <laughs> well or this is. No, I I uh, have gone on dates where girls are drunk, and I'm just I feel it's like annoying. creepy. Well, yeah. I just feel creepy. Like if we if we get physical, oh, I'm like oh, you this almost is like, can't. Yeah, I don't like doing that. You and then can't. I won't. I'll try not to. Or like if I'm dating someone and they're drunk and I'm sober, mm-hmm. and that's happened where because most people can only drink on their weekends because of their day jobs or right. whatever, and that's when I'm sober. Sure. And then we'll go get food after a show, and they're wasted. I'm like oh, waiting for them to get sober <laughs> so we can like make out or something. So I'm like, because then otherwise yeah. I feel like a frat kid. Well, like, you can't. Like it's almost like a, it's really a non-negotiable now. It, I mean, not now. It should have always been. But Well, I'm talking then, about people I know. I'm okay. not talking about so like, that you're like hey, predator. I'm not a fucking right. idiot. Well, no. I can, then, you, then you have this drunk woman <laughs> being like, why do you feel you don't think I'm attractive? You know, because yeah, no, you're like, I don't get no, I don't want to like do something and you're not in your right <laughs> frame of mind. Right. And, she's and like, that's happened. Yeah. Actually, that's funny. You say that I had a situation where a girl I, I was talking to and hanging out with was drunk and she wanted to hook up. And I was like, listen, we don't know each other that well. And you're drunk. drunk yeah. You're not in a good place. And right I'm not now. as attractive as I look. And right at now. the time she <laughs> was like, yeah, <laughs> at the time she was so mad. But then sure. in the morning she was like, oh, my God, yeah. you are like the best gentleman. I'm like. <laughs> Do I get a reward for that? Oh my god, you're such a gross <laughs> no, I didn't person. Do that. I mean, I you thought were it. thinking of it. 100%. You were. I mean, not like 
that morning, but it would have been I'm like, <laughs> it is how something, about something for the effort. <laughs> oh God. How about something for not being a scumbag? Yeah. Right. I feel like it's something that like sons need to be taught, like to, to be talked to about. Mm-hmm. Like if you're with a woman and Absolutely. she or girl and you're at a party and she's had too much to drink, that is, that is now no, you know, especially in this environment now too, where, you know, it's, it's just protecting everybody well, involved. Well, yeah, it should be sort of common sense. Yeah, but um, I don't know. It's a, it's a, it's uh, it's something that you just oh. hope everybody has sense. But well, the problem is, is when alcohol or drugs are involved, and you're young mm-hmm. and dumb, like it's just you don't know what the fuck you're doing. And that's not an excuse by any means for any party involved. But, but it's just like, dumb, yeah, yeah, you got to do that. But modern dating, drinking is is an issue where girls or guys are getting drunk and i think i've heard things where girls have gone on dates and then they stop dating guys because they drink too much too so it it works both ways i just think of especially being young and being like self-conscious or like we're talking about being young i know yeah like us youngins no but like (laughs) that idea of like drinking because you need to sort of like loosen up or lose your inhibitions and like how many hookups i wouldn't have had if alcohol wasn't involved because i would have been too shy to talk to somebody that's funny you say that because uh something i had thought of um when i was drinking when i I mean when i was when i stopped drinking when i had ulcers is how much how much sex you've had sober yeah sober sex with as a as a per- person who, when you're not in a relationship right. with someone, that's pretty weird. Yeah, especially it's, if you have like <laughs> intimacy issues. <Right. laughs> Had that and being sober and awkward. Yeah, it's like ooh. and not just good in general. With and not good in bed. Yeah. Like you're like what? <laughs> you're like they're like. Do you know yeah. what you're doing, Paul? Like what? Huh? You're like look at this Obama poster. <laughs> <laughs> you're like hey, uh, can we uh, can we turn off all the lights? <laughs> Do you mind if I close the blackout curtains? Do you mind if... Uh, if you're like Robert De Niro in that movie. Can we put the Alaska? music up really loud? <laughs> what movie? I don't know. He was like in Alaska. Maybe it was Al Pacino. Cape Fear? No. It was Al Pacino when he was in Alaska when it wasn't dark. And he couldn't sleep with any crack of light because it would never get dark. So I don't know just what movie you've trying seen. Trying to like find a way to completely blacken a room so there's no chance. Paul, gonna... do you know what you're doing? No, that's not happening. But I mean, it is... Uh, being sober uh, is a deal breaker for people, just as being a drunk is a deal breaker sure. for people. But um, alcohol plays a huge part of modern dating. And uh, I think most people have an unhealthy relationship with alcohol. I'm not saying alcohol. Or but, drugs and everything. Yeah. You know, my cousin just wrote this awesome book, I'm giving a given plug, Perfect Pain, uh, Param Parastron. And he talks about his struggles with cocaine and addiction. But he went through therapy, and the 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 root of the problem was what was the issue and why are people drinking yeah. like that for some people it is some deep pain or whatever it didn't it, it, it didn't affect him he was a functioning alcoholic as or a functioning drug addict yeah. addict but um but that's another thing to think about and for me i, I don't know the answer because i went to therapy a couple of times and went oh, i'm fine <laughs> I don't have, oh, what? I'm not addicted to porn? All right, cool. Let's let's keep this cool. going. That's all I wanted to know. Oh, and then uh, I walked away. But uh, no, but the but there is that thing where it's like, it's habit for, I mean, since I was in high school, we drank. Yeah. And it's funny because my friends and I, when we hang out again, we just get blackout yeah. drunk. And then I'm like, you know, we could probably do things that aren't right. alcohol related, but then we always end up just getting Well, really. Out. I mean, it's like, that's what my friends and I, we start doing brunch more because- 
you know, you're not, you're less likely to drink at As 10 much. in the morning. And, well, yeah, theoretically. Well, but that's good. So you're, is, you're, you're soberish again. Yeah. That's I mean, good. I think that's how I, I want to live my life in a way that I don't like rely on alcohol to have fun or relax, especially when I'm stressed. It's really easy to like open a bottle of wine. And I think my kids are always like, you know, kids know more than they, uh, you give them credit for sometimes, but I don't want to be a mom that as has to, uh, apologize for something that you said or did mm-hmm. when you were like had too much to drink. Mm-hmm. I don't want them to see that sloppy behavior, but I think they do need to learn how it would be nice if I could be the type of mom that like, Oh, I had a glass of wine with dinner. And then that was it because they should learn that too. Yeah. But I'm but I've better seen your off sloppy not behavior. I know. And it's not, I know. yeah, but it's not, you're happy. You're no. not an angry drunk. At least I've never seen uh, that. I, I, I would expect you to be based on your experiences. <laughs> I'm, I'm an angry Southside. sober person. Yeah, you would think, but alcohol seems to not make you angry. No, I think that um, my personality does change with alcohol. And then, I mean, now to being married and it's like somebody that respects that is, uh, is good, but yeah. he doesn't want to stop drinking, you know? So it's like, well, no, you're in a good place. I think yeah. that's great. I'm happy for you. I really am. And I, I, if you do want to do the the sobriety contest, I'm in. I could do it. Yeah? Yeah, fuck yeah. I did it. Um, I did. Uh, I, I like that I've we're making like it a, a lot, contest. Yeah, I like doing contests. I need a very competitive. What's the prize? A fifth of Jack. <laughs> prize is alcohol of your choice. <laughs> Shots. Loser has to do Malort. Yeah. Which I've never done. <laughs> I did. It is terrible, as people say. I want to film when I first do. I want it to yeah. be a big deal. You want it to be a big yeah, deal? Yeah, because I know it's a... There's. I'm like the only... Anytime I say I haven't done it in Chicago... For those of you who don't know, Malort is this horrible alcohol. Right. If you think of uh, what I've described, it, I've never had it, but I heard it's like Rumpelmint's Jameson and a bag of garbage. Yeah, like, like absent... Like there's, to me, there's a licorice aftertaste that's very unpleasant or something. I want a contest See, like one Uzo. time. At, I don't know. At a bar... For um, I I got a Malort T-shirt. You had to write a slogan for it, and my slogan oh, yeah. was like Malort tastes like Chicago public schools or something <laughs> like just that. How bad it is! Like just it just tastes corrupt. Like you should not be serving this in a bottle. Yeah, yeah. I haven't had it, but uh, so we'll we'll make we'll that the it. contest. Yeah. I'll be your designated driver because you're just gonna want to have shot after shot. So that will be uh, our next episode where we check back in to see yeah. if we've who's won the. The Malordoff, <laughs> and if we're both sober, um, starting with this period of time in our life, which we'll just say, for for example, right now it's 2016, the election's coming up. <laughs> we're pretty sure we know Hillary's going to win, right. but we're just going to, we're just yeah. going to, whatever. We don't know who the That's president's That's going to be your in. next poster, Hillary on the wall. <laughs> That'll really get the ladies. <laughs> Good talk, Paul. All right, Jeannie, where can people find out about you, by the well, way? Now you have you, a new website. I did. Uh, so it's Jeannie Dugan, D-O-O-G-A-N.com, and uh, Instagram. I'm always posting pictures. If you like dogs, boy, do I have pictures of my dogs <laughs> <laughs> and shows. And congratulations recently on hitting over a million views on the Laugh Factory channel Oh, yeah. That was fun. YouTube. Yeah. Or not YouTube, uh, I, Instagram. Instagram. Well, thanks, everyone, for listening to a podcast of Singles Only. Uh, Jeannie Dugan, thanks for coming back. You're welcome. Please work on the pronunciation of button without <laughs> button, hicking button. up in between. And this is Paul Farber. Thank you all for listening. Thank you.